Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort, and energy on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find a way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions because of that, these businesses grow, scale, and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business, processes, and life. My guest today is Nathalie Dormieux. Nathalie has 16 years of experience helping heart-centered entrepreneurs leverage the power of technology and automation to scale businesses online. Nathalie and her husband are the founders of The Membership Lab, where they help coaches, teachers, and founders turn their vision into a scalable and engaging online platform. Natalie, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Aziz. It's my pleasure. It's my honor. It's my privilege. And I'm excited to think in this way. I have a question. When heart-centered entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants come to you, what is the thing that when it comes to scaling to automation or anything like that that they seem to either struggle with or it's something they didn't know is possible and often it's an eye-opening moment when you tell them about it i would say that the first thing that when people come to me about scaling and automating is uh, realizing that in order to automate and to scale you have to have processes in place so some people might think that it's just a matter, okay, just let's pick a tool and then, you know, the tool will do the thing. But the thing is, you need to have the process, the systems define where you want to automate. And sometimes they are like, they really wait until they are like so overloaded with, with work or like they, they're like, okay, now I have to start to delegate this, automate this, and now they want to automate everything. So there is an order of things where you want to automate because you really need to know your process before you can automate that process. I love that. And if I understood you correctly, somehow these heart-centered entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants are being chaotic they're just doing things uh, because of reactivity, because of urgency, because of habit, without clarity on what is the process, what is useful, what is a waste and all that. And suddenly when they're so overwhelmed that they cannot keep doing it any longer, they want to automate and delegate everything at once. And that's even more overwhelming and impossible. And therefore the right way is to both understand your processes and codify them, as well as go for the low-hanging fruits or begin with what you hate or begin with what is most repetitive or whatever it is. And therefore, you don't just go for everything because that's an infinite project that will mess up, uh, like that will get messy and you will have no control. Did I understand correctly? Yeah, that's exactly that. It's really also this idea that 
they really don't know what can be automated. So sometimes they have this idea that they could automate something. And, and when you start to have the conversation and I hear it depends, well, it depends is very hard to automate, <laughs> right? So, and, and on the other end, there are other things that could be easier to automate and they don't realize that it is. So they, they know they want to, to automate. They just don't know, I guess, what can be automated or they have this image of what they would love to have automated. And sometimes that's not exactly the reality. <laughs> Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, it relates back to not having processes, which means every time they're reinventing the process for every situation. And that's why their answer is it depends. Because I guess there is this notion or even something from a long time ago where it was said, oh, the future is customization where every item you will buy will be unique to you or to the client. And therefore, they think I have to serve each person in such a unique and individual way to go for that. But that is not feasible unless uh, like you're getting paid the whole revenue for your business to for one client or whatever it is so that you can dedicate everything for it or at the same time like you said they might not know what can be automated and therefore to them it's an unknown and they're trying to automate what is harder to automate because they don't have uh, procedures for it and neglecting what could be easy to automate and it's a low-hanging fruit and therefore imagine one of those ideal clients is watching right now and they're like i'm not sure what you mean what can be automated that i'm not aware of right now can you give some examples or things that to give ideas to someone to think wow i didn't know i could automate that that makes so much sense sure so so for example so we just so you know, so we, we so we build membership sites and that with the membership lab, but we also have this other business, Search Ditto, which is basically a suite of tools for content creators to help them gain more visibility on that content. And one of the things that I want to tell these people is that automating is actually saving your time. So things you can automate, for example, like if you have a podcast or if you have a YouTube channel is to automatically, automatically being able to have transcript generated and put on your website. And people don't realize that. I know like we could talk also about transcription and, and things like that, but they are automated services, but there is also the, I have to upload, I have to download, I have to put it on the site. Like there are things that can be automated that people are not aware of, and it's going to save them a lot of time. I think saving time is a huge um, a huge benefit a huge pain that people have when it comes to scaling their business and you know that's one of the benefit of the feature why we build search Ditto is to save content creators time so automating these things that are done repeatedly where there is a process that's very well known and picking the right tools to make it happen right that's that is scaling your business. Thank you. That is wonderful. I love what you're speaking about. And I imagine this because humans are so complex, you know, they're creatures that are somehow irrational. One of your entrepreneurs or coaches or consultants, they want to scale. They believe in scaling, but somehow they hesitate or self-sabotage because they think, 
the imposter syndrome situation and I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not worthy, maybe I'm scared of getting so much visibility and therefore that's a reason to perpetuate the cycle of overwhelm because it keeps them within their comfort zone. So what do you say to that? When someone will say, um, what's unique about me? I'm no like I'm nobody special. I'm just doing my best. Or they're saying uh, I'm unworthy or uh, I'm pretending or I don't know why people like me or whatever. It could be that is deep down the thing. One, what what is the psychological response that you give to that? And secondly, when people come to you and they don't have clarity on what will make their content unique, their personal brand unique, how do you proceed with that? For the imposter syndrome, which literally I think everybody has at some point. I mean, you have to have like a major ego not to have it at some point, right? What I tell people is to shift the focus. You know, you cannot be in fear and, you know, thinking about that and being in action and being excited about what's possible at the same time. So if you, especially if you look at what you've accomplished so far, that's proof. So whenever you're doubting, you want quick ways to be able to go back and see proof that you are worth it. That can be a post-it that's on your computer. That can be for me, I have a place where I have a whole bunch of testimonials. That be that can be listening to video t- testimonials from your clients. I do this every now and then. That could be listening to uh, you know motivation speech on YouTube, which I do as well. You know, there are several ways. What's really important is to notice it because it happens and then to have those triggers that you know will help you switch back and be in the right vortex, in the right positive energy. Because until you're there, any decision that you make, if it's out of fear, it's not going to be the best decision probably for your business. Thank you. I love this. And therefore, scaling on automation and all those beautiful things what opportunity do you believe they open up for coaches, entrepreneurs, and uh, consultants that before was not possible? Because when you think about people who were coaching before and all that, they were thinking about having a lifestyle uh, business where they reduce the work, they don't want to be overwhelmed, they want to just have money to cover their living expenses, and therefore they, they don't think about scaling because scaling for them comes with headaches, with managing employees, with all kinds of things. So what did automation tools make possible that was not possible before? Well, what automation tools made possible were is, you know, anything that has to do with uh, repetitive communication, whether this is accountability, customer support, and things like that. Those, those are all things that tools that exist now that didn't exist even five years ago that allow us to do things like I call behavioral automation, which is because one of the things that at least my clients, you know, who tend to be heart-centered people and really want to create great experiences for their members and their students, uh, there, there is a fear with the word automation. Because automation means it's a robot. Everybody is going to be treated the same like a number. And my clients don't want that. So that's the resistance that they have in saying, no, I cannot really scale. They want me. They want me. The reality is they probably only want like 20% of you. The rest, if it's done well, 
can be automated. So when I talk about behavioral automation, which is something that we implement when we build these online portals, it's basically automating communication, but based on what people do and don't do. So think progress tracking, think are they logging into the platform? Are they consuming content? Are they asking questions? You know, like if you can automate so that people really feel like they are heard, then, then, then you, you've achieved, you know, a good automation because it's not um, diminishing the quality of support and therefore the results that your students and members will be getting. Yes, I love that. And a lot of people would say you should do things that don't scale and you should do things that are one-on-one -on -one and very personal and all that, which is a prevalent, actually, train of thought within the coaching, consulting, entrepreneurship, online business uh, thing where someone was uh, having the proud declaration that for every new prospect they get, they will write a postcard for them and mail it to them personally, because that's how they will give them a special experience, etc. So, okay, those say because humans fall in love with other humans, that the relationship is more important. If someone will dig even deeper, they say, okay, we're automating so much. What will be unique about my business if everything is done by the robots, as you mentioned? Like, how can I keep a level of uniqueness or uh, anything like that that will keep me special? Because if everybody has the same tools, why can't everybody just have the same business and therefore we become not unique in the marketplace? The tool is just the tool, right? The message that you carry through the tool is what makes it unique, right? It's not because you can automate a sequence of email that everybody is receiving the same email, right? It's still your copy, your value. So the closer, you know, going back to, um, you know, being unique is like the more unique message, the more unique, the more you, you put it into your business. Nobody else can be you but you. So nobody's going to copy you if you do you, right? So especially like when you're a coach, you can automate all these communications, you know, where, you know, when content is going out, you know, reminders for the calls, but also those other, you know, behavioral automation. Hey, Natalie, you haven't logged in in two weeks. Hope everything okay. Do you want to book a call? You know, things, you know, these type of things which are automated, but make it feel like, oh my gosh, she actually cares. She actually can see that I haven't come. Those can be automated, right? So, but it's the program, it's like, it's, it's the, it's what they are learning, you know, that makes it really unique. And that is your, your process, your system, what you're teaching, you know, what you know works for people. So it can be the same thing that you're doing one-on-one -on -one when you're doing it at a non-scalable level, but you can take it one step further where there can be some pieces that are self-study and you can come for like group calls, for example, and things like that, that becomes scalable. Thank you. Yes, I was thinking because a lot of coaches or people who will look for automation will think, well, let me just use those AI that you tell it, like write for me an opening email, right? You know, like, or templates where they just put the name of their business and their name, and then they will uh, send it uh, because they believe that's part of automation. So for you, what's your perspective on this? Because there are a lot of uh, 
Like if coaches want to study marketing or and all that, it seems to be a big selling point when the person gives them all my templates that I use to generate whatever, how much money, and you can just put your name and put your uh, business name in it and you will make the same. So this is targeted, my opinion, this is targeted to do it yourself, yourself first. Because the do-it-yourselfer will say, okay, I pay for this and it's giving me 50 templates. This is awesome, you know? But the reality is that these 50 templates, they are not your voice at all. So what they will tell you is that you can start with them to get started and then you start to update them, you know, to make it into your own voice. This is for people that are completely stuck and it's a way for them to get their feet wet, right? And get started with something. You know, it's like the blank page syndrome, right? What do I do? So it's it's meant to be a starting point, but if you're gonna use that like for your business, it's not gonna be your voice, you know, the very little chance that it will ever convert, right? But it's, it's more like, they should be seen as examples of things that can be done and then for you to tweak and make it your own. I love what all what that we're talking about. Right now, you're using a lot of automation tools. What do you believe is good about them? What frictions do you wish they could improve? And what could be the future for those automation tools that you think new technologies or new things that will take the results and the usability and whatever they can do to the next level? Well, I think one, one thing that I like about the current automation tools is um, the, the fact that we are starting to be able to integrate more and more tools, right? Because in order to automate, we very often need to have tools that talk to each other. So what do we tend to do? We tend to use tools that are popular and that have a high level of integration. So the new tools that are coming in that don't have a lot of integration yet, like, well, we, we don't really pay attention to them because they are lacking integration. I need to link to my CRM system. I need to link to my payment system, right? They, they don't have all this integration. So um, what is great is that this is coming up and we start to uh, being able to really automate a larger portion of the funnel without losing the experience, right? Without making it like a robot, because automation doesn't mean being a robot. It can, but it doesn't have to. And, and where I see, you know, uh, things evolving is more and more in seamless integration between tools, uh, you know, less lagging time and things like that. Uh, where they would be able to pass in more information between applications. So improvement in that integration, because I don't, I don't believe in the tool that do everything. I don't. I prefer to use something that is really good at what, the, what it does and then integrate it with something else. Like for example, our search Gito, we integrate with author.ai and we decided to do this integration right away why? Because a lot of people are using author.ai, the, pe the people that we were talking to. And alone, search Gito, people would still have to either upload a transcript or they could use a, the Amazon transcription integrated, but they'll have to pay for credit for it. So we were like, if we do this integration, we save them about a whole bunch of time. So I hope that, you know, tools can, can see these kind of things and can really listen 
to the users because that's what we've been doing. That's how we add integrations is by people telling us, well, I use this and that and how can we save them time and remove a manual step? Beautiful. I really, really like that. And therefore, I'm very curious about what you do at the membership lab. Can you speak about it or about your other ventures? Uh, where can people find out more? What benefits can they get from them? What work do you do? Some examples of testimonials that you said you read or you watch those videos that clients have told you before. So the membership lab is the place where we work with heart-centered entrepreneurs and we help them scale their business. So like I said, they, they've achieved some level of success. They have a process, a system, something that works and get, that get people results. And we help them design an online program where it's not one-on-one -on -one anymore and they can really make a much bigger impact. But they also don't want to sacrifice the, the connection, the relationship and the support. So we tightly integrate education, so like tutor videos and things like that, with support and accountability because those are like the three key elements for an online program to work. So that's what we do. We, I do the, I consult in the strategy and then we build the platform, the tag. Um, in terms of people that we work with, well, we, we don't have a specific market we work with. Like I said, we, lot, we work with a lot of coaches. So people like Martha Beck, for example, who is a big life coach. We also work with people in the street that do um, design, you know, designers like the Three Birds Renovation. They have an amazing YouTube channel uh, with kind of like a show and they've had... We've done two courses and one member membership recurring subscription with them. So our ideal client, when they come to us, this is to add a new revenue stream. And, and the ROI is like, it's, it's super fast because they just have everything. They just need it to be packaged and automated. And then people come running and signing up. So they have the audience, they've got the result, they've got the success. And people like knocking at the door and saying, hey, when are you launching this thing, right? And that's when people join, um, you know, come to us and that we build this and then they launch and then in 48 hours, they get like, you know, lots of members signing up. So, uh, so that's the membership lab. And then the other business is search Dito. So you can, so the lab you can find at the membership lab.com, just like the name. And SearchDito is at searchdito.com. And that's, that's very, very new. It's 2022. And, um, and, and basically, our goal with SearchDito is really to help content creators. So what we're doing is we are trying to save them time and gain more visibility with their content. We believe that your content should not be in just one platform and should try to be in multiple places one of them being your own website. Why? Because you have control over it and because search engines like Google can index it, right? So whether this is your podcast or this is your YouTube channel, Search Dito is helping gain more visibility. It has the automated transcription with author. It has a search through the audio content. It allows you to see, like on my podcast, for example, that I have on my site, it allows people to... I can see what people are searching. So you're helping people consume more of your content on your own YouTube channel, on your own podcast. 
and searching through the audio itself, not just the title or the description. Uh, so that's that search detail. Thank you. And then I will ask you one thing. A lot of people will say, if I have a community or a membership, as you said, that's a lot of work. Um, I will need to be giving up my time all the time, answering things at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. and almost adding to myself 10 times more work. So we spoke about automation. We didn't specifically answer this. If someone will say, yes, but at least one-on-one, -on -one, I know when I finish the call or whatever, I can relax. I don't have messages on my phone telling me new comment, new post, new anything. And if I'm not active within my community, then people will not be active neither and therefore it will die. So what's your perspective on this? So my perspective on this is that, and that's where program design comes into place because it's very easy to get carried away by what you can do and to overpromise and just be burned out. I mean, we see people building memberships and being burned out. Really the key is to set the expectations on what type of support they're going to get, what type of access to you they're going to get. When you design your program with that in mind, and you can even, you can even have multiple level of membership, then it's not they are not getting access to you. The benefit of the community is that you get all these brains that can support you as well. It's not just about the owner of the membership anymore, right? And you can be really clear, you know, uh, like Natalie is going to be uh, on a week, uh, on a monthly call, you know, group call. You send your questions in advance. I show up, I answer the call, done. The rest of the time is handled by the community or I have, you know, people start to have community managers so that they can also, you know, monitor, monitor the community and things like that. It's about setting the expectations. And the goal of the membership is really to add a new revenue stream to your business. It's not to add more work, right? It's not to add another job, you know, like I said sometime, uh, because it's easy to get carried away. Oh, I should do this, I should do this. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. And even if, if, if you can give them the result with less content, even better, right? So it's about what recurring problem am I solving with my recurring solution? And that doesn't involve always you being the person, you know, that supports them. Thank you. That's enriching. I mean, you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of insights on the topic. I love all the automation you're doing and you're doing it in the right way, which is automating the things that are not so unique or they're not heart to heart connection, but rather the things that are administrative or logistical or uh, things that will get you more visibility so that you can help actually more people in this world without needing to manually copy and paste and take from this place to that place and all that time and those add up a whole lot and I, I'm sure you're using a lot of wonderful tools for me personally what we always recommend and I recommend that this podcast is Processio. <laughs> Processio is the modern low-code, no-code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise-grade platform and backend for your software. Any viewer or listener can request access to a totally free account at processio.app that they, they, they can use forever. And those who have much larger needs, there is a very generous 50% off discount. It's better 
50 off one word in capital letters more than in the description natalie this was my privilege my honor such a wonderful conversation and i wish you to keep going and have a good day thank you so much for having me aziz